Stick those earbuds in your ears and listen up, you heathen cunts. May the Lord bless everyone who beats your children out against the rocks. May the Lord bless everyone who beats your children out against the rocks. May the Lord bless everyone who beats your children out against the rocks. Welcome to Dwight Explains the Bible, where we say no way to Yahweh. So on today's episode, um, it's going to be another conversation from TikTok, but we've got a couple uh, big names, I guess. Um, the two bigger names that are going to front run this conversation are J. Mike, who you might have heard from the Atheist Experience, and there's also a TikTok favorite, J. Rob. Um, J. Rob is a Christian, and he's very well versed in the Bible. And the reason I like this conversation the most is because people are educated. We're having an educated conversation. Um, some of the other people involved here, there's a guy named Dargon, um, a lady named Trixie, myself, there's Chilled Pagan, Sir Fraley. So there's a whole bunch of us in this conversation at different points. So you're going to hear a lot of voices. But we start to talk about the historicity of Jesus. Um, did Jesus really exist, or is it just a made-up story? And then we get into the Gospel of Mark, which is kind of what I've been talking about, um, that the author of Mark doesn't think that Jesus is God. He thinks he's God's son. He was a chosen prophet. Um, so we start to talk about all these different topics, and it, it it's actually, uh, it was really interesting to have educated guests join my live instead of our normal uh, mudslinging campaigns that we normally do. So sit back, enjoy. Um, so the following clip is going to be just over an hour long, um, but I think it, it's a really good segment. I hope you enjoy it, and we'll talk afterwards before we leave. J-Rob, they want you to talk, brother. Come on up. Join us. <laughs> well, I don't want him to come up here as a one who. No, we're going to force him. J-Rob, this... now you have to talk about historical Jesus. You have is this to... persecution? He's, he's... Is this what persecution He's been voluntold. Like? Be right? He's oh, been voluntold. I, I just want to be, I just wanna be absolutely clear for anybody listening. I agree with J-Rob that Jesus was a historical person, but I do not agree that he did any of the supernatural stuff. Right. I don't know. I, I think there and... were probably, like, the more I learn about it, there were probably, there there was probably a Jesus, but there were so many Jesuses that it's hard to not conflate them at some point. Yeah. And I also, I also want to say that I think that pretty much all we can know about this Jesus guy is that he had a group of followers that believe he, believe he rose from the dead and that this guy was crucified. That's about all we can know. I don't know. If, and that he was probably well, I from. I think that that's what sets him apart from the other Jesuses, yeah. And that he was probably from a town called Nazareth. Other than that, I don't think we can really know anything. Yo, yo, hello? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, tell him, tell him I appreciate you having me on. I'm really quiet on my end. Oh, uh, can you hear me now? Cal, you're quiet too for me. I don't know why. Is it just me? Hold on, I'm, I'm walking. No, I can't hear him either. Yeah, and oh, I have an echo. Cal, you're, Cal, you're quiet. 
Oh, well. I hear Cal. I, I don't hear J-Rob. yelling at my phone right now, so. Oh, okay, that, now you're better now. If you zoom in, do you think you'll be Hello, Hello? can you hear me now? <laughs> that was funny. So, oh, hold on, Hello? let me not accidentally send somebody a gift. Um, Greedy. Hey, yeah, Hello? I don't want to do it on accident. But, Trixie, I'll, yeah, I'm going to send, send you a link to that video. It's from the Milwaukee Atheist, and it's uh, Josephus on Jesus. I think it's like a 20-minute video, but it has so much. Yeah, I, I have I have the quote. I've, I'm reading what he wrote about him. It's, there's, it's very, especially the part where, what's interesting to me about it is that Yo. both were arrested and then had to make a defense of themselves. Yeah. They were taken to a Roman governor and both were asked to identify themselves yeah, and hello. neither of them said anything in their defense. Hello, can, I, can I hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now, J-Rob. Oh. Hey, J-Rob. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, it's from book six. Yes. Wait, yes. Yeah, I think Mark used the Jewish wars if that's what you guys are talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that at all. Yo, um, I just wanted to... Uh... Say something. Uh, some, somebody said that you know all we can you know kind of determine from who Jesus was was that he he had believers that thought he rose from the dead. Yeah, that's what I said. I think we could get a lot more than that. Um, like what? I mean, they believe that he was the Messiah, fulfilled prophecies. And those those problems. Well, all of them, all of them didn't. No, there's well, a reason I'm, why the Jews don't believe he performed I'm, I'm the prophecies. Saying, I'm saying, like, I'm there's saying, a reason they're still Jewish. I'm saying that the followers of Jesus, they would. No, be, I don't think all of them did believe that. That the followers of Jesus were Jews. No, I don't think all of them did agree with that. That's why we have so many early divisions in terms of what Christians believe. That's why we have like Ebionites and like Docetists and all these other different groups. What? Well, what? Well, the problem is if if any anybody who believed. Jesus was the Messiah. They they believe he did miracles. That that's what? the only that's the only way he could have been the Messiah if if, if he did miracles. That's, that's the only way they could put him in the category of being the Messiah is that he did miracles. I I don't understand the point you're making. That Just doesn't mean like you're not they, making a point because you still have so many people who sects who believe different things. Yeah, I'm saying, obviously I'm saying, wasn't clear. But I'm saying just because he didn't, miracles. just because they can believe he did these miraculous things, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that they all believed he was the Messiah. No, yeah. Well, if they were his followers, they believed he. I'm saying, I'm saying. Okay, what's they, your evidence for this? That, they, that all rabbi. his followers no, believed he was right. the Messiah. No, I'm saying that all of his followers believed he was the Messiah. That's okay. That, so if if they believed he he was the Messiah. It's because they believed he fulfilled prophecies, which... No, you're making a claim. You can't say all yeah. his followers believed he was the Messiah because he he was a rabbi. He had followers. They all did. He was a teacher. He was a teacher. People follow teachers. Right. Right. But no, but they believe he was the Messiah, though. That's that's what I'm saying. Why do you think this? That's what I'm trying to... Why do you think they all believed he was the Messiah? Because that's what makes them... Uh, if you hear Messianic Jews or, mm -hmm. you know, the Ebionites, you know what I'm saying... They believe well, the Ebionites didn't believe he was the Messiah. Yeah. Well, where's your proof for that? Well, you've spoken to an Ebionite. First no, where's century... your proof, Day Rob? First century, you... first century Christian is a literal modern-day Ebionite that yes. is on here, and he doesn't believe that he's the Messiah. 
Yes, hold on. I'll, That's I'll... part of being an Ebonite. They just believe that it was some dude that his uh, his uh, sacrifice allowed some pathway to heaven. They don't think he was any any Messiah or or God or anything like that. That's what. I mean, right according to, I mean, my first, you know, the first thing pops up is uh, the Ebionites believe Jesus became the Messiah because he obeyed law. Say that again. That's what the Ebionites, the, uh, I mean, this was just the first uh, reference, uh, it was Britannica. It says that the Ebionites believe that Jesus became the Messiah because he he completely obeyed the Jewish law. But I, 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 um, I you know, I've uh, looked into it before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's and, always uh, been my understanding that Ebionites didn't believe that. That's specifically what made them separate from these other Christian sexes that they believed. It was more like a Moses-like prophet, if I understand it. Um, it, it I don't, I don't see any justification for what you're saying it doesn't say that so, jesus came down so, and everybody so believed he was the christ no and, and all of his followers believed like all where? Of his followers, where does it say that in order in order for you to believe in jesus like you you would have to be believe that he was the messiah because that's who he claimed to be not in the gospel of mark well the god right, what the gospel of mark definitely puts him as the messiah no, yeah, but we, I, I was, I, gospel I was of Mark out of is a question mark. What, what about, what, what do you mean it's a question mark? So the gospel of Mark doesn't consider Jesus God, but they do consider him the Messiah. The gospel of Mark does consider him to be God too. No. Yeah, it does. No. no so when in the very first chapter of Mark, mm-hmm. um, yeah. the heavens opened up and God said, you are my beloved son. Amen. But doesn't he already know that? Doesn't he already know who he is? The the sons. What 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 verse? Eleven. I I think uh, J Rob, you're applying um, univocality um, in a way that it really shouldn't be. So so you're talking about uh, in verse one or, or in chapter one when he got baptized. That that yeah. was that that was like a public. Uh, it was a public, uh, I don't know how, how to explain it, but like a public display because there was a lot of people who, who were surrounding that area and that, that was God showing the people that this is his son. Um, but, but he it, was it, talking it, to Jesus, not to the crowd. He didn't say, this right. is my son who I am proud. He t- he was talking to Jesus. You right. are my son. Right, that, 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 that doesn't negate anything that Christians believe. You know, we believe that the sun. No, that's no, no. That that's that wasn't the speculative at most. What, what do you that mean? That wasn't your original like, point like anyway. You're 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 just jumping the gun on it. Like that's not what it's saying. What, what do you mean? What what do you like? I I I think everyone's kind of clear on like what they're saying. It's that's not God telling everyone in the world that this is God. That's God saying that this is my son. Yeah, to he, Jesus. He, we believe Jesus is the Son of God, like so. So within uh, he brought up, he brought up this this verse to to I, I guess say that Jesus was the Son of God and not God. And you know it says that he was the Son of God, but 
if you go up to verse one, uh, or like I think the first four verses, uh, or uh, first three verses, th this is a prophecy showing that Jesus is God. I don't know if you guys are familiar no, it, with. It. It's not saying it's God. It's so, not saying it's God. It, it comes from um, the the book of Isaiah and the book of Malachi. Right. And Isaiah talks about God himself, and Malachi talks about Elijah. Uh, let's let's go to it. You said Malachi. Okay. Yeah, Malachi. I think it's chapter three, but I might be wrong. Chapter three, verse one, maybe. But be, be it says, away it says, for the messenger. It says, "Behold, I, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the his, he will prepare the way for me. And behold, whom you shall seek, we uh, and ho and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, in whom you delight. Behold, <clears throat> he is coming," says the Lord. <clears throat> so you see, it says that he will send a messenger." And the messenger will prepare the way for me, which is the Lord, which is God. And in, in chapter four says that messenger is Elijah. Okay, so we know that that Jesus said that John was uh, basically basically uh, Elijah reincarnated. Basically, not basically. Well, I mean, he says he was Elijah. <laughs> no, he says Elijah has already come and you've done what you wanted to him. No, no, it says that John is Elijah. Where? Hold on. In uh, Matthew, Matthew 11. We're talking about Mark. Huh? We're talking about Mark. You, you didn't, you didn't, you asked me where does Jesus call uh, John Elijah? You didn't say only in Mark. So, hold on. Right now, wait. Right now, we're trying to establish if Mark is under the impression that Jesus is God. Yeah, yeah so that's what we're working on right jump, now. Okay, you can't so... jump between. Although I do, I do have a, a point in mean? J Rob's favor. Um, the verse. Um, let me find it. It's where Peter takes uh, Jesus aside, and Jesus tells him because Jesus says he's going to be killed by the Jews, and um, Peter takes him aside and rebukes him. And the only reason he would have rebuked Jesus for speaking like that is not because he wasn't saying, like, don't be a negative Nancy. He was saying that the Messiah wouldn't have died. He would have risen to power. It would have become an autocracy. So he, he rebuked Jesus because the Christ wasn't supposed to die. That's how I understood that verse and how I read up on it, because um, I never understood it. So one could argue that, and that's in Mark 8, verses 32. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna get back to that, but I, I just want to go back since since we we, we want to confine this to Mark, um, Mark, like, so when 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 I quote Mark and what the verse that he's quoting, it's referring to preparing the way for God, and then when yeah. I go when I go to those verses, you're trying to say that he, that's talking about Elijah. Well, I'm yeah. telling you, well, I'm telling you that Mark is applying that to John being the messenger and Jesus being God. That's how Mark is applying that. But he's Where? applying it incorrectly because oh, well, that's, the that's messenger your, uh, is Elijah. 
that, that's your opinion, and I'm, I'm trying no, to say it's literally uh, it comes from Malachi. Uh, uh, all right, Malachi so look, says it's Elijah. Malachi, so, so, prophet of okay, God, so, says. So, so if you if you don't understand like how prophecy works, and then no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me that that the Jews, Jewish people who interpret their own scriptures. How they interpret it is wrong because you're saying that's what that, that's no, what you're saying, saying though because no, you said no, they all believe no, in Jesus I, is the Christ I, I, and they I'm, don't. I'm, I'm literally I mean, that, isn't I, that I, what no, Christianity I, literally no, is saying that the no, Jews yeah, exactly. like, This is I'm, so weird, I'm, Rob. I'm, why, why do you think that people disagree I'm, with I'm, that? I'm, that's I'm, such I'm, a weird I'm, take. What I'm I'm literally telling you. I'm not even telling you. This is what Mark is saying, and you're saying that Mark is doing this wrong when Mark is a Jew interpreting the scriptures. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait, whoa, 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 you think? Hold on, hold on. Do you think Mark was written by Mark? Bro, it don't matter. He was a Jew. It, oh no, no, it does matter. <laughs> it, it, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, this I, 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 this does matter. I'm not. I'm not trying to get into that debate because it's annoying. Um, either either way, I just we don't have to get into the debate. I just want to know your position. We don't have to get into the debate. I just want to know your position. Yes, yes, I believe Mark was written by Mark. I believe John was written by John. Luke was written by Luke, and. Written by oh, that's your that's your first issue. That's great. But okay. You you oh, by the so, way, I just want to just want to ask you a question real quick. Do you are aware that the disciples spoke Aramaic? My God, that's I'm not, where I'm not trying to get into oh, that. Hold on, wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. that's fine. I'll I'll take that as like Can, not. I'll take that as like wait. not having a justification if the fact that Let, Greek would have been reserved for high level I, aristocrats I'm, I'm at just, the time. But. I'm, I'm just I'm just genuinely curious about this. I, and I and I feel like I really want to know this. Just hold on. Do you think Revelation was written by Revelation? <laughs> All right. All right, man. Sure. Axe was, wasn't written by the authors of Luke. It was written by someone named Axe. Enough, enough Axel, it was Axel Rose. All right, all right, all right. Y'all got it. It's Axolotl. Okay, well, yeah, we got it out of our system. Yeah, it's out of my system now. Historical Jesus. What's that? So, so yeah, so, so ultimately, what I'm saying about this Mark verse is this was a book that was written to first century uh, Jews who who followed Jesus as the Messiah. And they interpreted uh, these verses to, to be applied to Jesus Christ. That's the reason why Matthew also applies, uh, says that Jesus considered John to be Elijah. So this verse is in alignment with Matthew by stating that that verse that was initially applied to Elijah is now being uh, attributed or applied to to uh, John. John. Well, we 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 have to realize that Matthew was written afterwards, so Matthew would be in alignment with Mark. But yeah, Mark there's no is reason not why in they alignment with anything in agreement with each other on that. All right, I'm saying this is what I'm saying. I'm saying that Mark Mark applied this verse to 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 John being Elijah, making the way for God in Jesus and then yes Matthew came later and he also made that same application so so yes Matthew was yeah, in the that's line. just not saying anything though you're not saying that Matthew backed up more yeah, when, when we're Matthew trying to decide 
what Mark believed, we, we can't apply Matthew to it because Matthew came afterwards and, and yeah. is influenced by Mark. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Matthew Matthew affirmed this. That's, I'm, I'm saying that. Matthew, no. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? No, he he's literally making ninety three percent of Mark is in Matthew. Did you know that? I, I mean, whatever. All I'm saying is they both confirmed th- this data. So so first century Christians. Uh, <laughs> okay. first... No. Do you know what copy and paste is? Good. Thank you. Oh. Okay, r- regardless, I said that they both confirmed this same notion. So, so I mean, I don't know why you guys are that like... That doesn't... Okay, but that statement doesn't are, give weight to it. It doesn't give weight to it. We're focusing you, on Mark because Mark came yeah, first. Yeah, you guys agreeing with me, but, like... No. At the same time... What's, like, what's the verse? What's the verse? So, so Mark uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 2 and 3, or verse 2. Okay. Yeah, where it says... Uh... And as it's written in the prophets, I'm going to prepare a way for the messenger who will make right the path to God. Cal, isn't that the verse that he misquotes? He like literally adds to it and misquotes. So every version of the Bible, except for King James, says, as it's written in Isaiah. King James says... We're going to have a history. We're going to have an issue, too. It just seems like this won't pass... Because, like, my issue is it's not enough for you just to cite a verse, like, as proof text, uh, because there's a lot of verses in there that aren't going to pass, like, independent attestation or dissimilarity. And pretty much anything that's going to reference the old text or try to fulfill some prophecy or anything like that just immediately won't pass dissimilarity because it's precisely something Christians would be likely to make up. So I'd be I'd be just willing to grant, like, your interpretation. You know, that's fine. But and I don't Mark get, comes I don't after get... the destruction of the temple. This is stupid. Like what? he's he's quoting he's quoting. What, like... What's yeah? What's the entailment he's trying to make? Because I'm I'm like more so wanting to give him all <laughs> all of the toys to play with. I just want to see if his yeah, if okay. what he's attributing actually passes any any relevant critical criteria. Well, well, this I, I believe this this was brought up uh, because uh, I'm not sure who brought it up but i mean from what i typically hear from you guys is uh that mark didn't believe that jesus was god and yeah and he didn't he does he doesn't he doesn't profess well, that at all uh, yeah well, yes, bro, me also this, bro you literally just like yo this verse literally shows that mark is it doesn't is, literally show it doesn't literally show how it does and so even it, if i granted I, it to you up. Sarah, explain this because I'm not following you. I'm really not. Right. What does this right. verse say about Christ? All right. So or Jesus, whichever. Right. So or both. So this this is so if we start from verse one, it says this is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written. In the, the Son Father. of God. Yes, yes, the Son of God. We believe He's the Father. We believe God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right. No. So, Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, okay, yeah, keep going. That's what, that's what we believe. Um, so, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way and make, uh, prepare ye the way uh, of the Lord and make his path straight. So, this is referring to a prophecy about um, God sending a messenger before the people and, and preparing the way for Yahweh, Lord, God. And Jesus is the Lord God 
in this in this verse. This is what he's talking about. No, Jesus is Elijah preparing the way for Israel to return home to God. No, so if you if you keep on reading, John, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, verse four, it says John baptized with water in the wilderness, preaching baptism unto repentance for the remission of sins. And there went unto the land of Judea and, and they in Jerusalem where they all baptized in Jordan to confess. Uh, uh, okay, J-Rob, the, the, the issue, like there's two ways to go about this and I don't mind the, the tactic everybody else is, but the problem is, is that there, the verse you're citing has textual variants. Are you aware of that? Yeah, of course. There's okay, that's fine. So, and it's going to matter what the textual variants are, no, right? No, because they're all, all, all of the textual variants are only talking about what, what um what prophet he's quoting is either one textual variant says you know the prophet isaiah and then another textual variant says the prophets so you know those are really the 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 textual variants there's no like yep. there's no alternative like you know uh you know message it's still the same prophecy just quoted from different prophets so when you make the interpretation that aligns that it's that way and other people don't, right? Some other people take that verse and there's Christians that don't. Um, I'm trying to what? think of the scholar. I'm thinking of this, one of the scholars that is a Christian scholar rails against this who debated Bart Ehrman. Um, what, I think there's just a better question to ask, right? Which is if once you interpret that verse, you're assuming that that is the precise intention that God wants, right? He wants you to understand it the way you're taking it, not the way other Christians are taking it, right? Uh, I, I mean, I used all, all scriptures. So, I mean, if we're talking about what Christians, what but yeah, Christians, but I'm just, I'm just asking you when you interpret it, presumably you think your interpretation is in accord with what God wants you to interpret that as like, you've gotten the interpretation, correct. Right. That's your position. Uh, I, I take the scripture for exactly what it says. Yeah. Yeah. And you think that that's in a one-to-one -one relation with God's intention, right? Of, of course. Yeah. Great. Now, my issue with this is we can do this whole dance of the of interpretation and, and historical methods, but I think there's like a, a worse problem on this, which is when I interpret some a speaker's utterance, generally like the way we do that is we have a set of background information about the speaker or how, how the language is used, the different usages. And so if my mom or somebody you know, says some joke to me that seems kind of like, wow, your mom's kind of a, a, a bitch or whatever, but she's being sarcastic to me. I don't interpret it the way that someone on the street does because I have a background set of information about the speaker, which allows me to rule in and rule out things that are consistent with what her intentions actually were. Follow me? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the problem is going to be that you just are taking an interpretive principle like every Christian does when they read Mark 1 or Mark 2 or whatever, um, and you take this interpretation, but I, it seems that if we agree we need background information on the speaker, which helps rule in the correct thing that's supposed to be expressed versus the wrong thing, what is the set of background information you use to know what to know the background information about God, to know that his intentions are that? What is it that you use? So, one, I, I just take all scripture in all its entirety and see what 
uh, I mean, because the Bible says we. we but we can't Rob, use scripture. Not a universal text. The, the but Bible. hold on, we can't use scripture, J. Rob, because crying? we just we just what? pointed out Who that is we? we just Who? look. If you're making if you're making an analysis, and uh -huh. you're going, I need to interpret what this verse, what God wants me to interpret this verse as, which you assume your interpretive principle accurately does that. That's your position. That's every Christian's position. They all think that. But when we ask, in virtue of what can actually give us good probability that that's in accord with God's intention, once we agree that knowing background information about the character of God will help us do that, once we find out that the only way that we know about this character is through the text at which we're having an issue interpreting, we can't use that because the text is precisely the thing in question. We can't figure out if it's interpretation A, B, C, or D without begging the question and assuming that we have access to God's intentions. So the question merely is, how exactly do you gain epistemic access to God's intentions? How do you know that that's God's intentions? Because if you can't use the text, you have no set of background information about God except for the thing you already assume by assuming the interpretive principle you're already using. But you're not using independent source, right? You're not having a revelation from God to tell you. So how, in virtue of what can you know that when you read any set in the text that that's what God meant so, without just assuming so, it? So, so one, yes, we, we have the Holy Spirit. Any true, any true believer in Christ ha, you know, has the Holy Spirit to, to guide them. But, but two, like if we're just talking like. Well, let's take one. Let's take one because we can squash that. That, that doesn't work because the Holy Spirit tells Christian A, it's interpretation A, and he tells Christian B, it's interpretation no, B. No, it now, now that leaves no, me no, as the non-believer no, to no, ask, no, no, hold no, on. No, no, it yes, does. Because I have given, I get that answer. On a, hold on, I, yes, I get a, I get no, a response on. like that every day, Rob. You I get a response like that. Real, well, well, real don't interrupt me when I'm not done talking. You know well, that's I apologize. I do apologize, but let's take uh, go on to the second point. I'm just going to squash the first one real quick, and yep. then you can tell me if if you agree or not. The reason why that doesn't work is because people claim that the Holy Spirit guides them, and they come to different interpretations. So it clearly doesn't solve the problem. What it's left for me as the non-believers is to think, okay, the Holy Spirit is deceiving, right? It's a liar because it's telling two people two different things, or it doesn't exist. No, or. Some people lie on the Holy Spirit because that's in Scripture too. Um, so yes, the Holy Spirit reveals the truth um, to those that yield to the Holy Spirit and allow it to uh, to to give revelation. Um, scripture also says that yes, you can you can quench the. Yeah, but Spirit. J. Rob, your standard for a good Christian hinges upon the character of a God that you cannot know. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And you're I, assuming I, the character I, when you when you read scripture and say wait, that to me, you're assuming the character wait, that who, you haven't given justification. Who, who for. says I can't know God? Where are you guys getting this stuff from? Let me let me explain to you. The reason why you can't know God is because you have a you're going to have a circular argument. The argument's going to be I read the text and it relays the intentions of God. My interpretation of such ver of a verse is actually in a one-to-one -one relation with God's intention. It's like, boom, I got it. That's exactly what he meant. Well, no, no ambiguity. Now, the problem is we if we just agree in order to rule in and rule out interpretations, because we want to be consistent, we want to make sure it's actually God's intention, the way we do that, the way we do that with any speaker is knowing more information about them or independent uh, uh, cooperation about them, right? Well, Not 
not yeah. just the text, yeah. because the text is precisely the thing we're struggling to interpret. Yeah. So we can't take the thing causing a problem to help guide us to the attributes of God, right? Because yeah. then we're going to be in another interpretation issue about yeah. the attributes of God. Well, no. So, so okay. So, I mean, you guys keep on interrupting me. I'm trying to address your points. Um, you know, if you want to talk about, like, how the Holy Spirit works, the Holy Spirit, again, it, it reveals the truth if you yield to the Holy Spirit. Yes, anybody can say, oh, the Holy Spirit revealed this, and that may not be true. That That's perfectly, you know, you know that that's what it does, I, that, or that's what people do. Um, but now, if you want to talk about the text itself, yeah. You know, we read the text. We 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 try to uh, exegete this, the text, but then yes, we, the scriptures themselves. Like you're, you're talking about Mark, okay? But we we don't just use Mark. We use the Old Testament and the New Testament, and use the method that is taught within the scripture to how to to uh, how to come to conclusions on on other texts. You know what I'm saying? So with the church agreed on. To, to be scripture that that we use all of these texts not just one and the bible says go line upon line precept upon precept so if mark makes a claim and 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 you know it's a little ambiguous on the interpretation that then you go to matthew or then so, you but you, you, hold on let me let me respond to that because this if that was a clear if the text really did say that and it was one it's an issue of talking about like church fathers anywhere from 100 to 300 years after the fact, but we will just grant that. It's fine. We just now have an issue that when you bring up the scripture as guiding us for our interpretive principle, one that begs the question, because the whole point is how do we know the correct interpretation of scripture? And you're avoiding that by just saying scripture tells us. And we can point out a huge problem. If that was actually successful, we wouldn't have, what, 4,000 different denominations of people disagreeing on the text, that's not, right? That's not true. So clear. Oh, what do you mean it's not true? So you're you're telling me that okay, so so let me let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. We got, you we got th doctors. Do you think do you think that the text can be considered to be reliably interpreted if there are almost what ad infinitum <laughs> interpretations that could be a, a, applied to it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Just like, you know, in science, you got different different fields, you know, different uh, scientists agree with no, certain no. It's, different, you, it's, different, it's either your God is, is truthful or he's lying or he doesn't exist or he's unclear. Uh, can I finish? You know, doctors are, and, and, and uh, pharmacists, you know, they all have different, uh, uh, you know, agreements on, on different, you know, studies and, and, and whatnot. So it's not, it's not like everybody is going to have the same understanding of every scripture in, in the word of God. People have multiple, uh, you know, we things got, are independently uh, attested. That's the difference. We, we got, we got the, case. what's the verse? We're, hold on. Hold on. What's the verse we're looking at in Mark? Mark one, two. Mark, yeah, Mark one, uh, two and three. I think it's Mark one, two to three. Right. Yeah, it's three. You know, so. And it's so, quoting so, Isaiah 40 verse three. But so, the, no, the, I mean, no, we, no one thing I wanted to just get him to at least admit or say that I'd be glad that I'd be really glad to hear is, OK, I see, you know, maybe I disagree with the, the philosophical issue of not being able to know, but I do have something independent of of the text itself, or at least I can apply uh, cooperation with independent sources. And you you tell me like, oh, I, I have some historical criteria like the criterion of dissimilarity. 
that doesn't seem like what Christians do. You, they did. They do exactly what you just did. I mean, you did provide like we can give an exegesis, but what you said was like we look at the the scripture and it tells us. Right? It's just question begging. It, it would be. It seems when you bring up the pharmacy thing or you bring up scientists or whatever, what, what's going on is they can peer review that independently. And you can get a, I mean, it's not the same type of method, obviously, but you can get a similar type of independent cooperation, at least by coming to what early Christians believe the text to mean, whether or not there was, there were changes or variants and whether or not those variants changed the interpretation, exactly. right? but you didn't apply any of that. You just yeah. went straight through the text. You just no, got the question. I'm saying like, yes, of course, textual variants. We look into that as well. We, we we go into all of that. If we're talking about Mark, because that, that's the specific verse we're talking about. I've looked into the I've looked into the textual variants, and uh, like I said they both uh, you know all of them are conveying the same message. Um, yeah, it's the same message. So you know, with that message, um, hey, oh hold on, give me a second. You're doing that thing again where you're saying that the the books that come after Mark. Affirm, Mark. Right, well, while J-Rob is on uh, mute, J-Mike, that was you that I was speaking with on Jeff's live the other night, talking about Josephus and hmm. Mark using Josephus as a source. That was you, right? Uh, I would probably said, I, if it was me, I would have probably mentioned Mark Goodacre's view that like Luke might could have known uh, Josephus. And then, and then you mentioned... Um, okay. Something Hello? about the pharaoh. Oh, the fair, the fair, fairer hypothesis. I think is what yeah, it's called. That's what I was looking for. The fairer hypothesis. Yeah. I wanted to. I think I that's what it's called. That, yeah. So, um, so, uh, yeah, we, you know, we look and you know when we're talking about Mark, yes, we look at the text of variants. Then we, yeah, we look at the prophecy that he's pointing to and and execute the, the verse, and and it's very clear. And, and um, you know, if, if there's any doubt about one person's interpretation, then, yes, go to another verse, go to another author and, you know, first century Christianity and, and you know, with, with the early church, with the early church belief. And, and that's yeah, how hold on, <laughs> J-Rob, the, the issue with what you're saying is if I have Mark writing Mark. And then yeah. I have Matthew copying Mark, and then I have Luke copying Mark and Matthew, mm -hmm. and then I have John copying Mark, Matthew, and Luke. Uh huh. I don't think John becomes a reliable source to uh, try to that, that, hold that on. Your, stop. You know, I'm saying that's to try to stab, That's what he was saying. To, that's not what to I try said. to establish. That, that's not what I, said. I, I said that you know. With, with all of these, yeah. If well, hold on, let, let, Dargon, let Dargon finish real quick. I was just asking, was that what he was saying? Because that, yeah, that's ridiculous. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, so uh, when we get down to like uh, talking about Luke, Matthew, or John, we can't use these as reliable sources to establish what Mark is talking about to be accurate. That's the point we're trying to make. So, so yeah, we actually can. So, so no, you can. You can't. Wow. Make, look, point. I am not a reliable. Hold on, stop. I am not a reliable. Oh, wait, wait. I am not a reliable source. I am not a reliable source for World War Two. Can I, okay, that's fine. So, so, so if if we got Mark, Matthew, John all agreeing on something, what we can what we can gather from that is that the first century church. 
the, the Christian church, they all had this understanding. They all had the understanding of what these four gospels were, were referring to. And that's the reason why that that's what the early church believed. Even when we go down to the church fathers, they all, they all believe this. So, so regardless of whether or not you think it's reliable as in, Oh, the, you know, John got this from Jesus, but really he got it from Mark. It doesn't, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. That's what the early church believed. And that's what we're talking about. But I don't think the early church believed that because they had a hundred different variations. There's Some no believe it's the gospel of Thomas, the gospel of Judas, the apocalypse of Adam. Yeah, but we know the early church believed in the deity of, of Christ. No, they didn't. Look, the early look, the early what? church. Listen, we, we, bro, first, we go listen, straight, listen, listen. Go, straight go read. Paul. Go read first. Yeah, go read. Yes, I was about to say, go pull up First Thessalonians four and go pull up First Corinthians five or fifteen. It's it's very specific that early Christians, including Paul himself, thought that the that the kingdom of God was going to be established in their lifetime, and they don't. He doesn't. It's not mentioned. Oh, there's no We're mention. Not. There's no mention in Mark, right? just off the bat that G that Jesus is God, right? That's that. I don't, I don't know how that verse establishes that for you, but when, even when you look at it, when you want to talk about what early Christians believe, it's, it's way different than what you think, right? Because they think that an imminent coming of, of, of Christ was, or I'm sorry, Christ of the kingdom of God was going to be established on earth, overthrowing the powers of evil. And like uh, someone had mentioned the gospel of Thomas ironically sheds good evidence on this because it argues against this view and you don't argue against the view in sayings three and one eighteen. You don't wait. argue against those view those views unless uh, early Christians had held the view. Wait, so so time out. So you know you, you conflated two different subjects. So so we're talking about the early church believing in the deity of God and, and we can establish that. I don't care about the church fathers what they believe. I don't give a no, shit. I don't care about no, what they I'm believe. That's the relevant. They're all Hold on. I brought up Paul. I brought up Paul. Paul definitely believed that Jesus was God. You could go to Colossians. No. Paul was one no. person. Oh my God. Paul didn't write Colossians. Paul, 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 okay. Okay. Oh my God. So so either way, Paul, either way, Colossians was written to the early church. And and Colossians affirms that Jesus is God. It says that he created the heavens and the earth. All things were never stop. So so yes. You know, back up, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't you can't jump like that, dude. That first of all, like, okay, look, you, that, that's, that's not what we might all need. What do you mean? To, I'm, getting to, I'm getting confused. We all might need to reset. <laughs> wait, wait. So, so wait, J. Rob. The the original claim that you made was that all early Christians, all followers of Jesus, believed that he was divine, God's son, and the Christ. I said the early church. The early church, believed... but all his, all of his, all of them believed that. That was your thing. I that's, said, that's what I thought he was saying. I said the early church. I said the early church believed that. So Jesus... what? So what's the early church? Are we talking first century? What are we saying? Yeah, first, second century. Uh, the church, the, the the body of Christ, they believe that Jesus were God. Yes, there were some. Uh, there were some Jews who believed Jesus was the Messiah, but they didn't uh, believe he was God. But um, when I'm talking about the church, I'm talking about the church, the Pauline church, the the, the you know the the initial church that was established. On the rock of Peter. So that's that's what I don't even know when, when we talk when we talk about Paul's writings. Paul was writing to people who believed that Jesus was God, and that's the reason why. Oh, no. Yes. Okay, wait. Jesus. Yes. No, back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. In there. Wait. Okay. Let me, let me let me give you another verse. Because you said Colossians is not written by Paul, 
Um, That's correct. I- I'm sure you guys. First do... Timothy, Second Timothy, and Titus as well. By the way. I- I'm sure. Right. You, uh, hold on. What? Uh, Ephesians also. Ephesians is not written by Paul either. All right. Um, let me think. What? 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 What do you guys? Uh, what? 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 Okay. So <laughs> Paul wrote First and Second Corinthians, Thessalonians, Philippians, Philemon, Romans, and uh, Galatians. But, but, but by the by the way, I have I have actual notes on what you were saying with Mark one two. And so let's just go through my notes, right? What I have real quick, because he brought up Philippians. Go to Philippians chapter two, um, okay. And verse, uh, let's start at verse five. I'll read it for you. Beautiful, I love this verse. Yeah, it says, "Let let's this go. mind, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal." Okay, stop, stop. Wait, let's let's establish what you just said. Well, let's let's not. Let's not just skim over it. Let's not just skim over it. Let's establish what that what that literally said. Literally, what it said. Let Did it say it was God? Be in. Did it say it was God? It said. Uh, can I? If I could finish, maybe we. Yes, could get please. There. Yes, please. Yes, okay. please. Who being in the form of God? So again, we believe he is the Son of God, who is equal to God. Okay. So who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God? Okay. Okay. He he didn't think it was robbery to be equal with God, and he was in the form of God. Okay. Okay. So does that mean he's God? Um, if he if he didn't think it was robbery, no, 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 not if if like we're we're trying to establish something here, dude. Like, because because I feel like if we don't if we don't if we don't pin the tail on the donkey right now, we're gonna run into a problem. Like the when you get to whatever point you're gonna get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely that definitely makes him God. Um, you can't be in the form. No. Of God. You cannot be in the form of God and not be God. So you're speculating at this point that you can't. How, what does that even mean? How can you be in the at, at what at what at what point did he say he that he is God? Okay, let, let, let us finish reading. Okay, but verse seven. Dude, says, we're, but, we're, we're gonna but, end up in a stalemate, oh, dude. Can, can I? Can I? Well, yeah. Hold on. Can I? Can I? Hold on. Jerob. 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 Read the context. It makes it clear. You, you never. Let me. Let me give you an objection to your. Let me give you an objection, right? Just give you an objection. Yeah. So here's an objection to the Mark thing that I had in my notes. Oh my god. All right, y'all. I'm. I gotta go, man. Do you want to hear the object? Do you want to hear the objection? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Yep, so Mark begins with an account of Jesus uh, as an adult being baptized by John the Baptist. Mark identifies Jesus as being the Son of God. But what does it mean for Jesus to be the Son of God? So Mark quotes the next verse, Mark 1, uh, chapter 1, verses 2 to 3. Uh, the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way, the voice of crying the one in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make his path straight. The gospel goes out of its way to establish concern with Jewish scripture and the Jewish world. Right. A number a number of people are called the son of God. Jewish leaders are called the son of God. The king of Israel is called the son of God. King Solomon in Second Samuel, chapter seven, verse 14, is, is said to be a son of me and I will be his father. Hosea 11, one, the entire nation of Israel is called the son of God. Out of Egypt, I have called my son is the quote in the Hebrew Bible. The son of God is an individual or a group of individuals who is called by God to do his will. That's what it means, right? You're, you're taking something that has a very specific meaning in Judaism, and they're applying something 
that does not actually mean what it was what was meant by by the well, term no, son of god well, well, so nobody, this just this is just a this is just actually a misunderstanding no judaism no, it's not but first of all because i didn't even bring up the fact that we're talking about that he's called the son of god i already know that there are other people called the son of god in scripture that's not what we were talking about we we're talking about verse two and three where it, yeah it, and i it, sure it, that's not talking about him being the son of God. It doesn't matter. That, it, it, no, it does matter because I didn't say anything about the son of God. You're trying to do that to deflect. But, yeah, and you're, yeah, sure. And you're trying to say he is God. Look, you're not even letting me finish. You're trying to say he is God by, by Mark. Hold on. You're trying to say that he – okay, you can go. So what you're trying to say, though, is that you want to say that, that ver what they're quoting establishes that he, in fact, is God, right? Though, is that you want to say that, that ver what they're quoting establishes that he, in fact, is God, right? That, but you're not understanding that this is a this is just like a misunderstanding of how what this is even supposed to mean. It's taking text, bastardizing it, and using no, it for your motives. No, it wouldn't pass the similarity, by the way, not, right? Because it's all. clearly something Christians would would be likely to make up or take. Not at all, because you didn't even address the verse. You 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 try to try to do a, a deflection, do a straw man. Because I'm not even nobody's even talking about him being the son. Okay, of so steel man, my position, steel man, steel man, steel man. What my concern was, steel man. What my concern. You said, was. oh, 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 he's called the son of God, and you're trying to take that out of context. And you know, son of God is being applied to so many other people in Scripture. Yeah, we. I already know that. That that's not what we're talking about. Address the prophecy. Who who's the prophecy talking about? Who's who's the prophet? Who's the messenger? Yeah, this, way exactly. This is an exactly so, you tell us. Precisely the, the misunderstanding of son of God and how it's used right in context. The whole thing about context is the same issue you run into when you actually just say that this verse is 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 a reference to God. Right. It's going to it just applies equally the same. The whole point read is to the, show you that verse. if you just agree with me that son of God can be used in this way, then why wouldn't you concede that you would be that you would be taking something that is not actually meant by the original text? Read, read the verse. You're talking about son of God. Read the verse. Nobody's talking no. about son of God. You yeah, and then we just get up. back into the problem that we had earlier about the <laughs> fact that you assume an interpretive principle, but you don't actually apply any justification I'm, for it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not assuming an interpretive principle. The the mark. Of course you are. Mark. No, I'm not. Mark. Hey, J. Rob. Do you have access to? Do you have access to the Book of Hebrews? Book of who? Book of Hebrews. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you, who do we know who wrote the book of Hebrews? We do not. Okay. Do uh, would this have been a writing that was around when Paul was around? Would have been a writing when Paul was around? Mm, yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's debatable. I don't, I don't know. If okay. So uh, I'm going to tell you the, 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 the what who, whoever wrote the, the book 60s, of Hebrews. Isn't it? Yeah, whoever wrote the book of Hebrews, whoever Hebrews. wrote the book of Hebrews, was was around Paul because it aligns with a lot of the stuff that Paul is talking about, and still aligns with a lot right. of with the the Tanakh, the Torah, and the Talmud, and all that stuff. Can you do me a favor and just be, just like read like the first like uh, six verses of Hebrews? I, I love to read verse eight. Great, we'll, we'll get we'll get there. Can, can you start from one to eight? Right, I, I, I'll read it. I'll read it if you allow me to read verse eight. Yes, please. Yes, please. All right, go cool. for it. All right, hold on. Let me pull it up. So while he's pulling that up, so the Gospel of Mark that I contend does not call Jesus God would be saying that Jesus is Elijah preparing Israel 
the way to get back to the Lord Yahweh. All right, so, you said Hebrews, you, you want me to read from one, to three. one all the way down? Yeah, go for it. From the ESV. That's fine. Uh, long ago, at many times, long ago, at many times, to our fathers by the prophet. But in these last days, he has spoken by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God, the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having much superior to the angels as the name he inherited is more excellent than theirs, for which for which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will, <laughs> all right. um, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. And he says, oh, I'm sorry, and again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all the angels worship him. And of, of the angels, he says, he makes his angels win. I'm sorry, he, he makes his angels winds and his ministers of flames of fire. All right, now verse eight, it says, but but unto the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever. Cool. So at what point did, did it say that Jesus is God there? I mean, because it gives us verse, a pretty, verse, hold on, because it gives us a very good verse, description of like who Jesus was, what Jesus was where Jesus went, what Jesus went through, and then where he ended up. Did you see verse 8? Did you did you not? I, I heard all of verse it. Eight. All right, so it says, so this is the Father speaking to the Son. He says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. So the Father calls the Son God, right, right there. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are we talking about right now? <laughs> I don't I don't even know where to go with this. Like seriously. What do you yeah, I'm sure you don't. You could only so, run into a head thing. No, no, no. You you literally you, you literally what's happening. Okay. You literally skimmed over like the entire beginning of that of what you just read and you ended up on the last part and you're like this you is it. Me, this is it. I'm just going to throw throw the rest of it away. So no, you asked me. Wait, you asked up. me. Right. Wait, you you I asked did, me I, whether I to say you. that the sun is God, and I literally so, read it. So, for so, you. so let's, and now so you're let's back you're up. Not... Hold on. Let's let's back up. Let's let's start wait, from wait. the beginning. <laughs> let's, let's back up and let's start from the beginning. And because look, the, the, I I feel like this entire conversation with all of it has always just been like we we start with one point. We make it extremely broad, and then you land on one point, and and you're done with that. Like, and you're well, good. Well, I mean, if if you're gonna ask me something, you gotta ask it in context of the whole scripture. You're, you're to... right, and that's why I asked you to read the whole all, thing. All you right. wanted to just read so, read verse right, eight. So, so, so let, let let me show you in, in context of the whole scripture. Let's start at okay. verse three. Let's start at verse three. It's oh, and no, on verse two, it says, "But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son." Whom by his was, son, okay. Wait, 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 real quick. Uh -huh. Let me finish. Let's, yes, let's by finish his son. Me. Wait, let's finish. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's by finish. his son. Let's read the whole verse. By his son, yeah. whom he uh -huh. appointed heir of all things, and through okay. whom, through 
through whom he created right. all he created the world. So he God So did God create the world through Jesus? God yes, God created just the like world. Ta- so okay. under Rob's Great. view, he's just talking to himself about himself or something. Like it's that's fucking weird. It's just like how is that not weird when you just like on a calls his son God? It's weird. It's so yeah. fucking like narcissistic yeah. and weird. It's like let me talk about no, no, me this, and myself this, and this being myself. This isn't okay, so, this so, isn't so, God. This is, you can't this understand is what's it. it, Priscilla? No, I'm this, saying from uh, his from his view, right? He just right. thinks in this in this case, or not this case, but in any case, that when it, there's this reference to someone else, that God's like talking it, to himself or something. It's really so, weird. Yeah, yeah, can we, we establish that this is somebody? Make can we establish mentally, that this like, is somebody? Multiple personality disorder or some shit. Can uh, we establish we, we, this as somebody explaining to people how everything came to be? Yeah, God created the world. Yeah, this isn't you, God. This whole this whole verse has several other verses linked to it. The whole thing of your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. That comes from Psalms forty-five. Correct. It's like a quote yeah. directly. It's a quote. Uh, it's a quote that's being applied to the son. That's why he's not saying your son, O God. He's literally just quoting Psalms forty-five. Your throne, O God. No. Yes. He. He's. He's quoting Psalms 45 and applying it to the son. That's why it says to the son, he says, your throne, oh God. He's applying. What- no, can't you just see that it's a writer taking an old verse and shoving it in here? Yes, uh, for a reason. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I don't Great. get. Yes. I don't so get why so the, 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 the reason is speculation. Wait, wait. I don't, I don't get why you guys don't see this because it's the same thing with Mark. Mark says, hey, look, th- we're applying this Old Testament prophecy that was about God, we're applying it to the Son of God because the Son of God is God. It's very consistent within Scripture, but you guys just can't get it for some reason. No, we get your position. Your position is like a book says a thing and other Christians that interpret it completely different than you are just wrong. And when I went through this entire dialectic about how you actually gain epistemic access to God's intentions to know that you're correct versus the Christian— all you did was beg the question yeah. and, and yeah, give me yeah, and give yeah, me the script. No, yeah, no, so because, yeah, you're a motivated book, reasoner. Yeah, no, so it's every book that we read within the New Testament, uh, we read it within context. Within context of I get it. You beg the question. I get it. There's nothing no, more no, to be said. No, you, no. You're a motivated no, reasoner. You, you beg the question context, and within, within you quoted a verse that you didn't even know came from Psalms, so you didn't read it in context. Yeah, I, I, and if you're going to say I, that I all Christians that believe the same, Durakon is right here. He's a Christian about? who doesn't interpret it in the same way. What are you talking about? I, I knew this book came from, or that quote came from Psalms. Literally, Dargon is a Christian who doesn't who doesn't believe the same thing as you, right? You, this is what I'm saying is that, literally what's what's means, occurring. That means nothing. You know that, right? Who cares? Oh, so, 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 in virtue of what is your interpretive principle in a one to one relation with God's intention? In virtue no, of what? No, is it the scripture? Are you going to beg the question, or is it something else? Yeah. Yeah, so 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 the scriptures. Which one, which so, so is it the script? Um, what's the answer? Is it the scriptures? Okay. Yeah, so so the scriptures. Okay, it's great. You beg the question. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care about any explanation you have. Right. You beg the question. I'm not interested in circular reasoning. I'm not interested in it. You don't have to give me an explanation. You're just okay. gonna waste my time. Well, well, you're you're over here trying to say, oh, because somebody disagrees with the scriptures, then who's right? The scriptures. Um, yeah, and presumably <laughs> someone gives a non-question begging answer or response. It's typically how it works, right? I don't have a, a problem giving non-question begging responses as justifiers for the proposition I think is fucking true, right? This doesn't seem very hard. When I ask you, in virtue of fucking what, do you actually know that your interpretation is in accord with God's intentions? It's a really simple question. It's a really simple answer to beg the question. You just use the thing that you are already assuming to be true, which is your interpretive principle about and, and, the scripture. And, and, 
yeah. And that's the move you want to make. That's great. You're a motivated reasoner. Exposed. Yeah. Done with. I have, I'm done with you. I have nothing. To, you can talk to everybody else now. All right. Yeah. Run, run away because you can't. Okay, right, okay. Jay, I won't run away. If, if you don't want to beg the question, then I won't. Jay, then I won't. Then I won't stop talking to you. Like, do you not understand Jay, what you're saying? The Bible says it's true because this other verse also says that the Bible is true. Like, that's what, what you're saying. Well, 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 it depends on what, Jay, Rob, what you're doing. It, what, it what you're doing on what is what, what Muslims if, do if, with if the he's, Quran. If he's asking, if he's asking me that the Quran is true because the Quran says it's no, true. No, that's all you're doing. But you're just doing it with the Bible. What me what that, no if if you're asking me is you know the uh the events mentioned in the bible true because the bible says it's true then i can have this discussion with you but if you're asking me if this verse is saying a particular thing then yes i i say hey based off of what the verses say based off what the scriptures say this is what the verse is saying and that is true because the scriptures say that. Yes. Yes, but that assumes a literal interpretation of the text, or it, it assumes that the it assumes the falsity of metaphoric or allegor uh, an allegory. It assumes the falsity of a different usage of words. It assumes the falsity of la language being dictated in certain contexts. Right. It does a lot more than you think. It's not enough just to look at text. If I look at any text so, on a page, so it doesn't. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. If I give you words on a text, if I give you words on a text, does it interpret itself? Do words interpret the? Do words interpret? I gotta go. Right, go to this last point, and then you can rock with it. Um. So so uh, again, it, you look at the text. You look at other texts. You look at the the early church history and what and what the Christians of that time believed in, and then you come to your conclusions. But all right, man, I gotta go. All right. Yep. That's unsatisfactory because yeah, if yeah. I write what something done, on a piece several, of what <laughs> good, go ahead. Go ahead. So what he's done is he takes several verses. We can start with Psalms, and wherever else they're injected into the Bible, or whenever wherever else this verse appears, that's a confirmation that it's true. Is that is that the crux of it? Is that what I'm getting? Yes, because they quoted something, it's true. And he said, well, there's a reason they put it in there. Yeah, that reason is to make it sound like it's valid. Just because they're trying to make it Isn't sound Isn't that valid. just post hoc? Like you throw an arrow, yeah. then you draw a circle around it, and you're like, oh, bullseye. <laughs> yeah. And in yeah. any way, yeah. it doesn't matter because some of these these things that they're quoting, because you can see in Mark the way it's it's just shoved in there. It's so questionable anyway. Um, yeah, I, it bothers me. Like most people can understand the idea that if I, you write some sent, like words on a page that they don't necessarily interpret themselves. I mean, we have a native language, uh, speakers of the language. We generally have a general understanding of what people mean, but there's a difference. We have background information about speakers that use the same language and use it in certain ways. And we can actually adjudicate, uh, whether or not they mean certain sense sentences or utterances sarcastically more often or seriously more often uh even with something like i love you can you know i can say that to my friend and he you know in some way or after i piss them off like hey i love you like to joke with them and there's different contexts and pe we pick up off that precisely because we have background information on the speaker their body language and these things when a, when someone uses scripture and they have these just words on a page they're just assuming an inter interpretive principle without having anything that actually justifies that it is actually one-to-one -one in accord with God's intention. And this is the fatal problem in my position. They assume that they are, but you can't because the only thing that gives you background information about the speaker is the text.
that's yeah, the thing that's, that you have to assume thing, right? an interpretation because on. It's, it works on two levels because not is it not only is it the writer that we have very little context on, actually. I mean, we know more or less, right? But we don't know this writer's intention. If we're being serious, you can you can kind of surmise that from what history tells us, but we don't know. So that's the first level. The second level is that this text supposedly represents the word of God. Then you can get to, well, we don't even know what this God is about because it's circular. Yeah, it's different if you want to make a historical analysis. Like, I don't want to use this type of ar argument on people. I know, I know, I know you, you know. want them that. I know you do, which is fun because, but it still fails. Yeah, it's like, I, would, I know you do, which is fun because, but it still fails. Yeah, it's like, I would rather go into the because uh, it's I find it to be fun to go into like, you know, the actual. <laughs> let's look at what 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 critical analysis we can offer, uh, and mo a lot of times those Christians will assume that's not God, uh, putting each word. Some like him probably think that, but if they're just saying like they're relying relaying God's word the best we can. Well then, great. I mean, we can actually yeah. use antiquity and and contextual credibility to assess like what people when people use certain phrases or they said certain thing, what they generally meant by it. And we do have independent evidence for that. But that's not something like exactly. I would but be if, happy with they, that but response. But if they admit that, but if they admit yeah. that people are just doing the best they can, cool. What's what's our basis for who God is then? The best people can do is that God's character. Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's it's strange because it's like I'm, I'm like teetered between those two tactics of wanting to go through it. One, I just think if your book's based on text, you can't have any you can't actually have any access to God's intentions. You're just necessarily blocked off because you'll have some really weird or straight, not weird, but straightforward circular reasoning. And if it's not the case, if you really want to go into if I actually ask somebody, if they were just give me the response. Well, let me like look at a critical analysis of the text and we can apply some historical criteria or something like that. I would be like, OK, I'm like, wow, let's go through that. Right. Let's not get on the philosophical issue as much. I want to let's see what we can think Jesus most likely said or what we think the mm -hmm. earliest tradition was around it. And I'm, I'm OK with that because I think that never fares for the Christian either. That always yeah. points out, uh, at least in my view, an apocalyptic Jesus that failed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's why. So many Jews reject him as the Messiah. Hello. Yeah, it's that. Like when he brought like, the do you, point like, about do they realize there's a, there's a reason that that Jews didn't accept him at the time? Like, well, most of them. There's a reason. No, I I get this all the time. I talked with somebody on Clubhouse the other day, and they kept bringing up like Daniel nine and stuff, and being like, you know, your view's wrong because like look at this. And I was like, yeah, but this look, this is really easy. Like, this is why Jews just don't agree with you. <laughs> like, right? Like, I mean, come exactly. on. Like, you really think that that's just going mean, to, like, close? I like, don't see no, how like, he fulfilled the messianic prophecies. I don't. I really don't. But, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, Daniel got, Daniel got a bunch of stuff wrong, so I don't even, like, bother going into that. Yeah, that's typically <laughs> my response, too, is always like, we can unpack Daniel if you really want to, but I don't know that it'll work. I don't touch Daniel with, with a ten foot pole. Uh, I, I, th I think getting the king's succession uh, wrong would probably be, uh, you know, it's a pretty big fail. Yeah, yeah have you ever heard of uh, James Tabor? I think it's James Tabor. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. James Tabor, yeah. What does he do? I think his, like, whole, like, his whole like life has been dedicated to Daniel, if I'm not like mistaken on that, like in terms of his oh, literature. I have probably read something then somewhere. James, what's his name? Sorry. James Tabor. Tabor. Tabor, like T A B. Tabor. 
Yeah, I can't remember how you spell T A H B O R or something like that. But yeah, he's uh he's been on a like Myth Vision, a couple other pockets. By the way, shout out to Myth Vision if you know Derek from Myth Vision, buddy of mine. Um, really cool dude. But that's a really good channel. Really good channel. They they go through everything. Like I mean, mythicist positions and not you know Jesus existed. Like they'll go through anything and everything. So it's not one sided. Completely, at least. Thank you, Riv. I, I found him. So, Mike, you, you're an atheist who believes that Jesus did exist. Yeah, I think Jesus existed. And and I'm a Christian that believes that Jesus didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I don't. I'm That's not great. like super like 100 definitely or something like that. I just think the abductive method we use is probably it's probably more probable than not. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't particular because like we were just before this whole thing started. We were speaking about how many Jesuses there were. Um, there was probably a guy there doing some things. But like, cool. I can grant you that. I don't. I don't mind that. But now we're talking about: Is he the Christ? Is he divine? Is he God's son? That's different. All the stories. Well, that, that's that's who I'm talking about. When copied, all the stories that we have about Jesus of Nazareth have been copied from other stories. So even mm -hmm. if there was a real Jesus, we don't know a single thing about him because the story of the Bible is copied off so many other influences. I definitely agree with you, but I, I've, when, when, when speaking amongst ourselves, it's a fun thing to dive into. But when talking to a Christian, I just don't find it helpful at all. No, yeah, I, I, uh, I always tell mythicists like it's going to it's to me, it's the worst tactic or move you can make, even if you sincerely believe it. They're never going to listen to you about the myth. You'll never convince a Christian Jesus didn't exist. Uh, maybe Dar, you can. Maybe someone convinced Dargon or something, and I don't know. But I don't, <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it will happen. I think. And, I think it's the evidence that that's there against like the information that we have that has caused me to come to this point. It's just yeah, that, that every that, single that evidence ev that you have, Dargon, is not very easily accessible. First of all, if you're going to Google, do all historians agree that Jesus existed? The average Christian is going to come upon hundreds of results saying yes, he did. Atheist and non-atheist, okay, so... secular, non-secular. So it's not accessible so me, to them. Yeah, I, I get that. Let me let me say this. Uh, I I got into a, I, I tried to get into a debate with uh, Central Dawa once about like how Islam falls apart mm -hmm. because Jesus never uh, because Jesus never existed, and he <laughs> went. But the thing is, then I have like a Christian uh, mutual of mine that came into the debate and started tearing me a new one, and I'm just like, you're like, okay. I'm not going to debate my own, like a buddy of mine who like we have completely different views on something sure. that like I'm not even talking about right yeah, now. But like that's I'm what moving these into something completely... always turn into you never it yeah. never goes. I came on to yeah, talk no, about something else here. Right. <laughs> but 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 the oh, so so the problem here was he said, "Well, what about the pilot letters?" I was like, "Okay. Well, let me let me look into that." Every single source you will look into, like online, going from in Google down one by one by one, it's gonna like jump automatically into like how like you know the pilot letters say this, the pilot letters say this. But, but the where thing are is, they? well, I mean, regardless of where they are, I don't, I don't give a shit where they are. The thing is, you look at what these sources are; they're Christian or they're Catholic. So tell me how I'm not gonna get right. So tell me how I'm not gonna get a biased source right now. So you exactly. start going down, down, down. Okay, which one's not Christian? Which one's not Catholic? Which one is going to be like a, a neutral source 
there's actually going to be looking at the historical evidence. I literally we can find see the website one and they go, that. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I literally find one and it goes into like, yeah, these are forgeries. They're not, they're, they're not authentic. It's just like, dude, the one, for like, you know, come on. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, that's a, that would be a bad example. I mean, because if he thinks he has something that can like close to being contemporary, that's just wrong. There isn't anything contemporary. I think the earliest you get is like Pelini the Younger. And it's like one well, NAD, and even, that's even then, like the the, and that's like the a letter letters to that an Pliny, yeah. the, the the letters that Pliny was writing to uh, Tacitus, it's like dealing with like, Christians or something like that. They're like, they're they're, like they're just community. talking about like what Christians are talking about. It's like yeah, okay. I, I, how how does this prove anything? This doesn't prove jack shit. No, it it does. It's, like, it's the that, same Tacitus Josephus right. moves that are made that are like. And, that, and that's that why, like, I get, like, freaking, like, I, I just fly off the handlebars when, like, people, like, come into, like, these lives and they're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you should read Tacitus. Maybe you should read Pliny. Maybe you should read Josephus. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking More about. More often than like, not, I, they haven't, anyway. Things. They haven't read it. They just quote it because they read Case for Christ or something. I don't know. Yeah, and it's just like the Bible, right? They don't read the Bible and they don't read Josephus. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I, like, don't give a huge uh analysis on why i like someone's like well let's debate on why i'm like i'm not gonna do that because i don't okay so how did you like that so basically i'm just gonna repeat what i said at the end of that clip so people say well the bible says blah 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 right but they haven't read the bible so how do they know what it says how do they know the context if they've never read it how do they know the character of god if they've only read like five sentences out of the Bible. It doesn't make sense. And they say, of course, Jesus was real. Josephus confirms it. Well, you haven't read the Bible and you haven't read Josephus either. So you don't know what you're talking about and you look goofy. So that's it for today. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, cunts.